You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. I'm so excited for you to meet my warrior friend, Hope. Hope, welcome to becomingme.tv. Hello, glad to be here. I'm so excited to just get to know you a little bit more through social media. We have mutual friends. And every time I hop on Instagram, you flat out encourage me. And so I know your story is going to be a source of encouragement and a challenge for all of us to be who God made us to be. So let's kick it off with who is Hope? Oh my gosh. Um, who is Hope? I am 23, just turned 23. Hey, yo. Um, I am, I, I don't know, I guess I'm an author. That's like weird to like classify myself as that still. Um, but coming on November, it'll be one year since I released my first book. And so I, that's really cool. That's like um, a, a big deal to me, I guess, because I wanted to write a book for like four years. And then I finally did. And so I guess I'm an author. I'm one of the directors. <laughs> yeah, it's like, woohoo. I'm one of the directors at Free Chapel College uh, in Gainesville, Georgia. And so I oversee all student life. They, they are all like my kids. And so that is what I do majority of my time. And I love it. Other than that, uh, I read a lot. I write. I tell everyone that like I live under a rock because like I never know any movies or like TVs that are coming out because like that's just like not my thing. I'm a grandma. I love to read and write. Um, and then of course I am a basic girl and I love going to different coffee shops. That's like my thing. Coffee <laughs> right now. I'm with you. Pumpkin spice everything. It's so appropriate because I'm all about pumpkin spice. Are you? Are you a pumpkin spice fan or not really? Yes. No, I love pumpkin spice. Like, I would drink it all year round if I could. I know. <laughs> so you guys have, um, this is so random, but do you have Wawa's in Georgia? Like um, I don't know. I know we have them in Florida. Yeah. But I don't know if they're in Georgia, actually. I've never seen one. So the next time you're in Florida, hopefully in the fall, try their pumpkin maple harvest latte. It literally puts any other pumpkin spice latte to shame. I'm not oh even. Oh my goodness. That sounds so good and sugary, but it sounds good. I know. Yeah. Very sugary. It's like one a day. Gotta top it. Oh man. Balance. It's yeah. Balance. Exactly. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about who you are. You know, I would yeah. love for you to be able to unpack right now what your story is. Like how has hope become who hope is today? Okay. So that's like a long one. Um, and like, I feel like everyone always like, Oh, it's a long story, but like, there's so much that goes into my life and like how I am where I am today. Um, 
And so I, I try to share like little snippets as much as I can on like the platforms that I am on. Um, because I never want someone to look at my life and think that I just woke up one day and decided that I wanted to be in ministry. Um, cause that's not the case. I wanted to be a lawyer, but that, and then I dropped out of high school. So I was like, that's never going to happen. Um, but ministry, like I did not choose ministry. I always say that ministry chose me. Um, and so like now here I am, but I grew up in your typical Americanized family home, had a parent, two parents, a brother and a dog. And so like your typical family. Um, and we went to church every week. We always went to a different church. My mom can never really um, get settled in a church. And so like growing up, we were always hopping. There was never stability, never consistency. And I say that my life really like started to change when I was 12. My brother had left a suicide note and he ran away from home. And so that was like the dynamic like shift in my whole life and in our family's life. And so they found my brother and he went into a program called Teen Challenge. And so I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's an incredible program, saved his life. But after that, um, rightfully so, my parents' attention went all the way on him, like trying to get him help, like focusing on him. And so naturally as a 13, I was 13 at the time, um, got pushed to the side and I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing with my life. Like I have no one like there to like really walk me through. And we had just moved to Gainesville, Georgia, it's like a full circle story. I'll tell you at the end, like that's where I live now. Um, we went to a church called Free Chapel with Jensen Franklin and started going there. And as any smart young teenage girl would do, I started dating a boy who was older than me um, because that's wisdom, but whatever. And so <laughs> we started dating. Uh, and it was like one of those things where um, I said a lot of people talk about like daddy issues and stuff, but I had like really deep mommy issues where like, my mom was never really present in my life. So I really had no one to teach me how to be a woman or what a woman of God looked like or anything like that. And so in that relationship, it was my first time really feeling love and like accepted. And so in a matter of like five months, I had lost my virginity. I started doing drugs and I started drinking within like five months being 13, almost 14 at this point. And I was like, what happened to me? I was like, oh my gosh, but just kept on going down the wrong path. Um, my parents, they were having problems in their marriage. And so like, I'm just doing my thing, living my life, just going deeper down the path. And um, it got to the point where like, I just did not care for church. I saw how church um, life affected my family. I didn't like church people. I thought everyone was fake. And like, I despised it. <laughs> like I really did. And one night I just, uh, me and my boyfriend at the time, we were acting like fools, honestly. And I got myself kicked out of youth at free chapel. Um, and so I was 15 at that point and I got kicked out of youth at the church that I now work at. So I'll hit on that again later. And my parents, um, they would pay me to come to church because of how much I hated it. And so I got paid a hundred dollars to go sit in main service because I couldn't go to youth service. Um, and I just kept on getting in trouble. I ended up getting arrested for shoplifting and my parents had enough of me and they were like, you know what? Gainesville was not a good choice for you. We're going to move you to Florida. And so I moved to Sarasota, Florida. Um, and I had just turned 16. I started um, just getting in with the wrong group of people even more. I was incredibly depressed at this point. I didn't know who I was. Um, the boyfriend I had had cheated on me with my best friend. They got pregnant. It was like everything in my life just like came crashing down. And so I experimented with harder drugs and that became my release. And then on spring break, I had found myself out 
at the wrong place at the wrong time. And I ended up getting sexually assaulted by three guys who were supposed to be my friends. And then I wound up in the hospital after that, um, just really on the brink of like, if this is how humanity is, if this is what this life is about, I don't want a part in it. Like, I can't do a part in it. Like, I'm miserable, I'm depressed and everything. And so I dropped out of high school a week after that because kids are cruel and had gotten out what had happened. And I let people dictate what my future was going to be. And then to make a long story short in this season, um, I wound up at church a few months after that. I'm pretty sure a boy invited me. Go figure. Um, And I got accepted into this program called 24-7 that was just turning into Bayside College. And so I was 16 and they went against their guidelines and took me in. And to this day, I just had dinner with the pastors the other night. And I'm like, it is because of you guys breaking the rules and accepting me that I'm saved and like I get to know who Jesus is. And so I got saved a month in, did two years of that. And at the end of those two years, Free Chapel was opening up a college and the Lord was like, you're going to go. And I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, I am not going back to the church where I got kicked out of youth. I was like, no, I used to get paid to go there. Um, But I argued with God for a little bit, but he got his way. And so I moved up to attend the first year of Free Chapel College. And um, a lot of people think being obedient and listening to the voice of God, everything's going to be perfect and rainbows and sunshines. But I had no idea that I was walking into the hardest two years ever where my family disowned me for going because they were like, you're not going back to Gainesville. And I'm like, well, the Lord told me I have to, so I'm going. Um, and I just, I had to just trust the Lord. I ended up having to sell everything that I owned to make ends meet, to pay my rent. I went through two different cars. I had to live out of my car for a little bit. I worked three jobs while being a full-time student. It was crazy. But, um, during halfway through my second year, I got hired on full-time, um, to work at the college. And so then the God knew what he was doing because then I ended up working at the church that I once got kicked out of and it was just been crazy. And so now I have been working there for two and a half years um, and it has been like the most crazy journey in my life. There's obviously there's a ton of like in between pieces in that, but it's like I, I was a girl who hated church, who hated people, um, was literally one of the meanest and like darkest people you would ever meet in your life. And like now my whole life is about celebrating people, celebrating life and just using everything that the enemy really did intend for bad for your good. And I know that's such a cliche thing, but like it really is. And so my thing is that like, we all go through egg, we all go through so much pain. And a lot of us will just choose to sit on, sit on it and sit in it and just let it like destroy us. But what I've learned through everything is that my ache and my pain has been the sweetest gift to me to be able to relate to people and to be able to show people the goodness of God. And so through all of that, Here I am. Um, It's crazy because I was at the church when I was like 13, 14. I'm 23. So almost 10 years later, it's like a full circle. And I'm like, uh, what is even going on? And so it's just a really fun and crazy journey. Um, And I'm like living in the days that I never even imagined to see. And so that's my story. That's who I am. I did not choose ministry. Um, Ministry definitely chose me. I love that. Like, thank you so much for unpacking your journey. And I love how God brings us full circle so many times or the very thing that was the hardest part in our journey becomes our ministry. The thing that we get to people with. 
um, like your story is dynamic. Thanks for unpacking that. You know, if you were having a pumpkin spice latte or coffee at one of your favorite coffee shops with somebody else, um, what would you say to encourage them to become who God made them to be too? Yeah, I think um, I have these kind of conversations all the time, a lot of times through the screen, because that's kind of where uh, my influence has been that the Lord's given me. But I think acknowledging where we're, where we are at is a big part um, and coming to terms with our own reality um, and letting ourselves feel through it. I think that's a big part that people miss is that whenever like we are going through hard things, we're going through hardships, our biggest prayer is they're like, oh Lord, make it in, make it in, bring me out of it, bring me out of it. But like what we don't realize is that the thing that we're going to need the most and the thing that is going to shape us the most is the very hard thing that we're going through. And so when our prayer is to, oh God, bring me out of it, essentially we're praying, God, let me miss what you're trying to show me. And I know that's like a really hard thing to accept sometimes, but when we can shift our perspective um, that there is purpose in every little thing and that a lot of times it's the saying, it's like, oh, I thought I was buried, but really I was just planted. And so when we can understand that the dark places, we're not, God's not forsaking us. He's not like just enjoying seeing us in pain, but he's showing us stuff that we can only see in those moments that we can only, like we can only find in those moments. So they're so special. So acknowledging where we're at um, in those places and then um, having our minds focused um, on the people we're going to meet. And I know some people, they're like, well, I don't really care about those people. And I'm like, well, you need to start caring about them because if we're going to be disciples of Christ, you have to love his people. You have to care about his people and caring about his people will then allow you to be selfless in your pain and be like, I know this is going to be used for somebody else. And so all of that to say, um, I would say acknowledge where you're at um, and have your mind focus on a different perspective. The person is going to impact um, so someone else doesn't have to go through it. And so that's been a lot of my life. I'm like, please learn from all my mistakes. I'm like, you can laugh at me, um, cry with me, but just learn from them so you don't have to go through them. No, I love that. And that's the beautiful part about, especially I love following you on Instagram and y'all will have Hope's Instagram link in this post so you can follow her too. But you share so many snippets and parts of your journey because you're coming alongside people. And that's what right. I've appreciated. It feels like from your platforms, it's not just you telling people or talking at people, but it's this conversation with that you're inviting people on the journey and then right. inviting them to learn with you. And that's a beautiful thing. Not many people are willing to just be like, Hey, here I am. Like learn with me. That's yeah. <laughs> so Hope, thank you so much for sharing your journey, who you are and who you're becoming. Like I'm cheering you on big time. If people did want to connect with you, we will have your Instagram linked. Are there any other links that people can connect with you at? Uh, you can always check out my website. I have a contact thing on there and a blog. And so we're in a relationship series right now on the blog. If you want to hop on there, uh, a lot of exciting, a lot of wisdom coming from other people too. Absolutely. We'll have all those links for you guys in this post. Hope, thank you so much for sharing your story, cheering you on big time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.